listening to All About Skills, where we discuss the eight critical skills you need to succeed and how CEOs, placement directors, executive recruiters, and career-minded individuals utilize them to propel themselves to a higher level of understanding and achievement. Get ready to learn, master, and excel with your host, Charlie Jett. Thank you very much, Anne, and welcome to All About Skills. This is a weekly series of programs about the skills that your children and grandchildren will need, skills that you need to get ahead in your career, and those that we all need to function effectively for our constitutional republic to survive. My name is Charlie Jett, and I'm coming to you from our studio high above the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in beautiful downtown Chicago. Now, in the last program, we talked about the time management skill. And this week, we're going to cover the eighth and final skill, the continuous education skill. So let's get started. We now live in an ever-changing world where significant and fast-paced developments in technology, worldwide competition, and demands for workplace know-how requires us to adapt to these challenges simply in an order to survive. The continuous education skill is the ability to constantly learn these new techniques, master changing technologies, keep up with the changes in industry, and the like. Even if one's goal is modest, such as just staying employed, continuous education and learning new skills and techniques are mandatory. A woman, she happens to be my wife, who was a welded metal sculptor and an instructor in art history was facing a life-changing crisis in her family, and her response, past the age of 30, was to drastically change her career. She spent approximately 12 years in becoming a physician, an MD, and a board-certified obstetrician gynecologist. She spent years doing surgery, such as hysterectomies, myomectomies, those are fibroid removals, cesarean sections, and the like. When laparoscopic minimal invasive surgery was developed, she had to relearn various techniques to adapt to the changing nature of the medical profession. And sooner than she suspected, she had to convert from laparoscopic methods to the more highly technical minimal invasive robotic techniques. This effort took constant training beyond the normal quarterly certification and testing required to maintain her board certification. In the end, she has become one of the best robotic surgeons in the United States. Now, not everyone is faced with such a drastic life change. Nearly everyone, however, had to adapt themselves to the change from mechanical typewriters to computer word processing. Nearly everyone came face to face with a flood of available information through the development of the internet. And nearly everyone who enjoyed listening to music adjusted and is still adjusting to the evolution from the vinyl record discs to the CDs and then to electronic storage of music on their iPads, smartphones, and iTunes. The changes that take place, for the most part, are not in the critical skills. While the means of communication are changing rapidly through such devices as the smartphone and social media programs such as Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and the like, the skill of being able to express one's thoughts and to gather the thoughts of others remains largely the same. The production skill has not changed, taking an idea from the concept to reality, but the mechanics of how things get done 
require an application of the technology skill to achieve one goal. When one decides to take action and embark on the continuous education venture, where does one turn? Depending on the depth in which an individual wants to learn, the answer is that there are many, many resources from which one can seek further education. The resources lie at home, right at the computer keyboard, or at a local bookstore, or at a local community college or university. The resources vary from free to the very expensive. A $10 billion industry is waiting to help you with your continuous education. Self-help books. Self-help books are the world's best-selling genre of published books. The genre alone accounts for several billion per year in revenues and the accompanying speeches, seminars, webinars, conferences, and workshops are enough to make the self-help guru wealthy. Topics range from the wildly unimaginable to the mundane, and they all sell. The depth of the material ranges from just scratching the surface to practically as deep as anyone wants to go. Community Colleges In the United States, there are nearly 2,000 community colleges serving approximately 6 million individuals. That represents nearly half of all students enrolled in public educational institutions. These institutions are primarily two-year colleges that provide higher education and grant certificates, diplomas, associate's degrees, and certificates of completion for a variety of continuing education and adult education courses. Many community colleges also conduct customized courses and training for client corporations. Topics covered by community colleges in the continuing education area alone range from specific courses about specialized computer programs, such as Microsoft Office, to the development of essential skills, such as interpersonal skills, courses like science, mathematics, language arts, business courses like accounting, marketing, and the like, and remedial education in many different areas. Many non-credit continuing education courses are offered to the local communities for personal development and interest only. Workshops and Seminars The workshop and seminar business in the United States is huge. One can enroll in and attend a seminar in just about anything, and if one goes to virtually any large suburban or downtown hotel and checks the daily calendar of events, there will most likely be several seminars and workshops scheduled for the day. There are two types of workshops and seminars. One is the business seminar, or business workshop, where a business will assemble employees from around the country and conduct a one or two day session about some facet of the business. And the other is the personal seminar or personal workshop, where individuals interested in a particular subject area, usually self-help, will gather to hear about a marvelous product of some kind or for instruction and practice in some specific personal development need. And then there is the internet. The internet offers training on virtually any subject. This training can provide direct online instruction or simply facilitate the purchase of training materials for use at home. A good example of an effective online training organization is lynda.com. That's L-Y-N-D-A dot com, 
where for a modest monthly fee of about $25, a user can enroll in any of nearly 3,000 courses taught in lecture format by highly qualified technical instructors. These courses also include practice files that can be downloaded by the user. The courses cover a very broad range of topics, from fundamental science and mathematical principles to training in the use of highly technical computer software applications, such as the website development software Dreamweaver, which I used, and to computer code instruction, and even implementation of the Common Core standards. The courses may be accessed at any time by the user, and the lecturer is always ready. Another excellent resource is The Great Courses. The Great Courses, TGC, is a series of college-level audio and video courses produced and distributed by the teaching company. The Great Courses Plus has been described as the Netflix of learning. Subjects include business, economics, fine arts, music, ancient and medieval history, modern history, literature and English language, philosophy and intellectual history, religion, science, mathematics, social sciences, professional development, and even better living. And of course there is YouTube. On YouTube you can access virtually anything. Just go to Google, type in what you want to learn, and put YouTube at the end. You'll probably find dozens of training videos, short, helpful, and to the point. Most of the training videos are excellent. Still another resource on a more technical level is Team Treehouse. Team Treehouse uses video courses along with a browser-based code editor to teach students how to code. Their editor allows you to see the results of code in real time as well as participate in interactive exercises. And finally, but not least, there is Coursera. That's C-O-U-R-S-E-R-A. Coursera is an online education provider that offers online courses, popularly known as MOOCs, that's M-O-O-C-S, or massive open online courses from top universities around the world. Currently, it has 150 university partners from about 25 countries. These partners include such universities as Stanford, Duke, Penn, Princeton, Michigan, and HEC Paris. Coursera has also started partnering with companies like IBM, Google, and PwC. Such companies are also launches, launching courses on Coursera. Coursera is the most popular MOOC provider in the world based on the number of students, over 30 million learners, and has an active catalog of about 2,800 online courses. Now you don't have to sit at home in front of a desktop computer to participate in these online learning courses. Developers of training courses have not ignored smartphones and other mobile devices. In fact, bite-sized courses are available for mobile delivery and enable a user to access information and actually learn something while on a break, riding to or from work on a commuter train or waiting for an appointment. These ever-evolving applications incorporate creative ways to train, including gaming, as well as providing bite-sized pieces and instruction 
via voicemail. Finally, in summary, the continuous education skill is the ability to constantly learn new techniques, master changing technologies, keep up with the changes in an industry, and the like. So with that, that does it for the critical skills, the eight critical skills. Next week we're going to do something different. We're going to talk about the critical skills from the perspective of the teacher. So in the meantime, give some thought to the critical skills. Again, they are communications, production, information, analysis, technology, interpersonal, time management, and continuous education. So until next week, my name is Charlie Jett, and I thank you all for joining me as we continue on our journey that is all about skills. Thank you for listening to this episode of All About Skills. To learn more information about the critical skills, be sure to visit itsallaboutskills.com for access to resources like blogs, field studies, published books, and more about how to learn, how to use, and how to teach this important content. That's exclusively available on itsallaboutskills.com. We look forward to having you join us on the next episode so we can continue to help you learn, master, and excel by using critical skills right here on All About Skills.